Hey everybody, it's Nathan Cochran from Mercy Me, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Nathan Cochran from Mercy Me. Mercy Me just released a brand new album called Always Only Jesus. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2023 is upon us. 2022 is old news. Out the door. Out the door. It's gone. <laughs> uh, what did you guys do for New, for yep, New yep. Year's Eve? Uh, what did I do? <laughs> well, not, we we were gonna maybe hang out because you were gonna go to Costco. Oh yeah, and then it was like, yeah, it just didn't work out. So we didn't do anything either. We just like sat around, literally did nothing. We that's what we did. We literally made cheese dip and just made some uh, what are those little things with the uh, croissant rolls wrapped in the little little smoky. What's that called? Pigs, oh, in, the pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. Little pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Pigs in a blanket. And yeah. we literally just made like a, a few different snack foods, and then mm-hmm. um, just sat around. We put him to put our little one to bed, and then literally just sat. We watched a movie, and then around eleven thirty, we turned it on. Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year, and <laughs> as soon as it hit midnight, we kissed, and we were like, "All right, let's go to bed." Go to bed. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Chris. I'm so happy to hear that you have fully embraced your 30s, man. <laughs> Welcome. Yes, Welcome to the 30s. We were, weird. it's funny, we were watching um, the Waltons with our two older kids, and all of a sudden outside we hear fireworks going off, and I'm and I'm oh, like, yeah. I look at the watch, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's New Year's Eve, and I look over, and it, it was like 1158, and we turned the TV on real quick, and it was, I think I got the wrong channel, because it was uh, Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus, oh, Miley Cyrus. singing some no. song, mm-hmm. and so we just turned the TV back off, and we looked at our phones, and at midnight, we put the Waltons back on. We were pretty lame this year. Yeah. Yeah. We uh we invited a few people over and like y'all said, we just hung out. We made some cheese dip as well and um had some uh pinwheels. Y'all know what the mm-hmm. pinwheels are, the little tortilla thingies. Those were good. And then um yeah, just hung out and then uh got some sparkling Welch's grape juice Fancy. and and I hate, I don't know why, we, but every single year we do that. And it's the most nastiest you gotta thing. You got to get the like, sparkling cider. And I regret it. cider is good. Uh, the grape one is not is gross, but every year I just drink a little sip because it's just nasty. Mm. What's up with everybody making cheese dip on? And we, we made cheese dip too. What? Why do we want to ring the New Year's in with stomach cramps and constipation? What, what, is, well, what are we trying to do? I, I mu- uh, we must have done it when we were little because even I told Jess I was like we used to mm-hmm. always right. Mom would make she would make cheese, cheese dip, dip with Elvita and and whatever and um, rotel yeah rotel and sausage. Well, I mean, what else do you make? It sausage with? Italian sausage rotel spicy and sausage yep. yeah, Velveeta. Uh huh. But uh, and I was like, what is your all's? We always used to do that for New Year's. And I was like, and I think we always used to do it for the Super Bowl too. Did we use it? Yeah, for the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl. We did. Yeah, the two make... times a year they made it. New Year's Eve and yeah. Super Bowl. Okay. What was your old's go to, like for the cheese dip? What is your old's brand of tortilla chips? I have a specific brand that I like with um, the, the Kirkland uh, or cheese dip brand. Yes, yeah, sir. Okay. Mine is on the border. 
tortilla chips. Oh, Those are so good. On the border of the brain. Steak. I thought you were saying like you were on the fence. Like yes. I'm on the border about it. I haven't. No, 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 no. <laughs> on the border. <laughs> on the border uh, brand, sure. tortilla chips are so good with the yeah. cheese dip. Um, okay. Honestly, that cheese dip. I mean, I'm assuming we all make the same one because we grew up eating the same one, but uh, (laughs) that cheese dip would be good with saltine crackers, guys. I mean, like, like it's good with it's It's legit. uh, Well, I mean, you use a whole block of Velveeta. I mean, I have four kids. We We have have to double the recipe, bro. I use two blocks. Oh, see, not not me. So we made um, I I went and got the Velveeta at Costco because you get two blocks basically for the price of one there. Um, $8 for a block yeah, here. It was $12 for two blocks at Costco. So I was like, all right, okay. going to Costco. <laughs> um, but anyways, <laughs> we cut it in half because it's only me and Jess that are eating it. And then Maverick will eat a little bit, but he doesn't really eat a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So we have a, we have a big crock pot and we also have one of those little, you know, the little tiny ones. So we cut it, cut it in half, melted the half a block. The funny thing is, is it hit midnight. We were like, all right, we're tired. Let's go to bed. We forgot that it was on the counter. We didn't put it away, mm-hmm. like save it for later. Woke up the next morning. Jess is all bummed. She's like, can't believe you didn't put the cheese dip up. <laughs> I'm like, how is that my responsibility? We both went to bed together. Um, so anyways, today, Jess was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make more cheese dip. I'm going to make the other half of that block. <laughs> so we literally <laughs> made the other block tonight. I can tell that you guys don't have more than one kid yet because we also <laughs> left the cheese dip out overnight. And you ate it. And we put it in the fridge in the morning because we were like, it's still good. It was, <laughs> it was cooling off all night because the crock pot stayed on for another two hours after we went to bed because it was on a timer or whatever. Uh, and the yeah. lid was on it. It wasn't a crock pot. It was our pressure cooker. We just had it on slow cook. So the lid was on it. And I was like, when we woke up in the morning, I was like, eh, we'll just throw it in the fridge. That's good eating later. <laughs> See, that's... just don't ever do that with chicken. Leon. No, no, it was che- it was <laughs> cheese dip. And I was like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, I would have done it, but with Jessica being pregnant, makes sense. Yeah. I think the whole thing with um, there was meat in it, and that's what freaked her out. And she didn't want the meat to sit out and then be like bad stomach later. I get it. I totally get it. So yeah, we sat down recently with Nathan from Mercy Me, the bass player. He's been their bass player for like 25 plus years. And uh, we talk about Always Only Jesus, talk a couple old school Mercy Me songs and what Mercy Me is currently doing and up to. Check Check out this interview. All right. Thanks, Nathan, so much for taking the time and uh, being with me today. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So you've been playing bass uh, for a very long time, and you you started with Mercy Me. Can you tell us how long have you been playing the bass with? Uh, well, just as, as you know, your life, and then the story of how you got with uh, Bart and the guys from Mercy Me. Yeah. Uh, quick quick story is that. I started playing, didn't really start playing until my early teen years. Um, I'd messed around on guitar a little bit. My dad was always a guitarist and bassist and um, learned from him early on. Uh, Like a lot of other guys started playing in church. Um, So I've been playing bass for, goodness, 30 years plus, Mm. almost. Well, no, it's it's more than that. I've been doing it since I was young. But we... uh, 
uh, did that all through my teenage years. Uh, Robbie, our drummer, moved to Oklahoma, met the rest of the Mercy Me guys who were there at the time, uh, gave me a call and said, hey, we need a bass player. And I was like, well, I, I play a bass at church. I didn't actually own a bass, which was funny. Um, but yeah, I he gave me a call and said, hey, we have a need that needs filled. And so I came on and I'm still here. Yeah. Wow. So how many years total have you been with, with Mercy Me? Uh, let's see. Robbie and I both started playing with the guys in 97. Okay. So, yeah, 97. So 25 plus years. Wow. Yeah. I will say the guy that played you in the movie, I can only imagine, looked nothing like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, what's funny is uh, before uh, Mark, he's Australian, so they had to go out uh -huh. of the country to film me. But um, before Mark shaved his head, he had the kind of spiked up, frosted, bleached tips in his hair. And I did look exactly like that. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons <laughs> they went for him. But um, but he's bald in the movie. Barry wasn't around during that time. Barry's bald. So it kind of it brings both of us into it. It works sure. out. Yeah. So uh, tell us about your all's latest album, Always Only Jesus. Yes, we, I'd say about 40% of the songs on this new record were started during the sessions for Inhale, Exhale, which is the record we made, you know, through the whole pandemic stuff all through 2020. Yeah. Um, inhale, Exhale kind of filled, uh, filled it, it did its thing what we wanted it to do. It was kind of a snapshot of what we were going through in that time. During the course of that, we had so much time because we weren't touring. We had so much time to work on music that we ended up with about 40 different tracks, you know, not all complete songs. Some of them were just ideas. And so for the first time in a long time, we intentionally held back some songs off of inhale, exhale, because we knew that we wanted them to go on the, whatever the next project was. Well, in in the midst of releasing Inhale, Exhale, we went back on another tour and realized that we wanted to finish out some of these other songs that we'd already started. So we came back in the spring of this year thinking that we were going to do just like a five song EP just mm -hmm. to kind of release the songs that we had started. Inhale, Exhale, we're going to finish them out. Well, the more we started working on it, the more we realized that we had more songs still coming. We just kept writing. So what was going to be a five song EP? turned into a full record and honestly for us it feels like a very important record um that's happened to us a couple times where i think we you know and as it usually goes we have our plans and then god steps in and says no nah, i got more for you to do which mm -hmm. is you know really how it went for us this time um I, it's a little bit difficult describing the record because for us it's inhale, exhale, and always only Jesus are kind of one project for us. It was all the same season, sure. same sessions. Um, we just kind of intentionally chose to make them two different sets of songs. Um, always only Jesus. If you want to describe it, it feels a little bit more like classic mercy me. If you want to think of it that way, if anything, inhale, exhale was the, um, where we kind of turned a corner and tried to do something different intentionally. But um, yeah, for us, from, from the inside out, it kind of feels like one big project, yeah. a double album. But yeah, we're, um, we're very excited about it. Like I said, a lot of these songs were, are very important to us. And that's part of the reason we intentionally held them 
off of inhale exhale because we knew they were important but didn't feel like they fit that record so we were we we held them in we don't usually do that because right we don't we don't usually write enough songs to do that so that was my next question so like you know you hear these guys like when they pass like prince i mean they said he had like two three hundred songs that have not been released and uh i mean is that the same with you guys do you have all these songs in like a folder that you're just waiting (laughs) to release and (laughs) there there is a dropbox folder that has a bunch of demos in there some of them will never see the light of day (laughs) just because they're because they're experiments um yeah uh yeah you know we've got yeah, we, we, we've got things that sound like Mercy Me trying to do Red Hot Chili Peppers and all sorts of stuff. So, Well, when you, you guys used to do the, what was it, the grab, the the lunchbox thing or, or yeah, whatever? Yeah, the, I think you all should, bag. yeah, you all should yeah. do like a release that stuff. You know, that would be cool because <laughs> some of y'all's versions are pretty nice. A cover record, yeah. We'll see, I don't know. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we have sitting around are uh, demos. And some mm-hmm. of them may, may have a title, um, but if you want to hear a lyric, it's just Bart mumbling over stuff yeah. while, you know, while, <laughs> while we're trying to find melodies. So right. I don't know how enjoyable it would be. So one of the songs that I like on your all's album, Always Only Jesus, is the song To Not Worship You. Mm. And when I heard the title first, uh, I remembered from your fir- the first album, I Worship You. So mm. now you have a song called To Not Worship You. But I really love the song. And so could you tell our listeners the story behind that one? Yeah, that's actually one of the songs that we started on Inhale, Exhale. Okay. Um, actually, the most of the tracking, like all the drums, was recorded when we recorded Inhale, Exhale. Um, we came back and redid a few things to put it on Always Only Jesus. But it, I don't know that we intentionally tried to make always only Jesus a worship record. Um, but it seemed, I, I think people are taking it that way, which is fine. Um, we have kind of always considered everything we're doing as an act of worship. Now, whether or not we consider these songs like corporate worship songs, right. um, I don't know if we've always thought of it in that terms, but if there's a record that we've, had more songs that could possibly be more corporate worship. This is probably it. And not to worship you is, um, fits in that line of songs. Um, funny about that song. It was actually called to not worship you. I, I'm going to get it backwards. We had a different title that was longer and we ran with that. We ran with that title up until, um, we actually got to mastering for the record and Robbie, our drummer, his daughter was listening to it. And she says, why, why did you guys title the song that to not like, it was like to not to worship you or something. And she goes, you never actually say that. It says, who am I to not worship you? And so we actually had to call and kind of stop the presses and rename it in mm. while we were doing the mastering. Cause none of us had thought about it. Like I said, we started this on inhale, exhale. So for, a year and a half, two years, we had run with this title that, well, it wasn't the right title, but mm. she, she saved us. Thank you, Stella. <laughs> Thank you, Stella. So uh, <laughs> the title track from the album, Always Only Jesus, uh, could you briefly just tell us um, the story behind that one? Goodness, that's another one that started during Inhale, Exhale, and was originally just, um, it, it was just part of the chorus that we had 
Um, that, that one is a good example of something that during inhale, exhale, it was, it's almost like if you, um, if you, if you're eating a meal Mm -hmm. and part of the meal is, it's your favorite part, you know? And so you intentionally save it for last because you want to savor it. Some of these songs and the song, like always only Jesus, that it was a little bit like that for us. We knew that this was something really special. And so we intentionally put it off, um, because there were other things that we needed to get done, but we're like, Oh, but this is good. We're going to save it. We're going to save it. And that is a song that feels like it kind of wrote itself. Um, for us, it's a bit like a prayer. Um, that doesn't always happen for us. Sometimes you really get into thinking about what we're trying to say. And so you overthink things always only Jesus was more like a prayer. So once we, once it did come time to finish out that song, it was more, uh, a little more natural. Mm. Um, let's see, always only Jesus. And then, uh, then Christ came is similar in that mm-hmm. we started working on it on inhale, exhale, actually put a little demo of it on inhale, exhale, mm. intentionally saved it. But that song, unlike always only Jesus, that song was laborious for us and mm. if you heard some of the early demos you would probably say well it doesn't sound much different i don't know notice much different but for us it took us almost from the time we started writing that until we finally finished it took us almost two years to feel like we were done with mm-hmm. then christ came and actually you know it took it actually took so long that when we finally got it it was our producers and us sitting in the room and we finally got it and we didn't we didn't raise our hands and go, yeah, we did it. We yeah. kind of looked at each, we kind of looked at each other. Like, I, I think we did it. What do you guys think? I think we're done. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's wonderful to have songs like that. Some songs that mean so much to us, but the process is completely different. You know, that's, they're both, they're both coming from the same place, but yeah. take a different route getting there. So, uh, I personally wanted to know um, the story behind one of my favorite Mercy Me songs. And it's not, I don't think it was put on the radio. Um, You know, it's not, I can only imagine where to God speak. All those are wonderful songs, but my favorite, I believe it's from your undone album. And it was the last song. It's just Bart and the piano called keep singing. Yeah. And uh, man, that is a powerful, powerful song. And it's not a full blown. It's only like a two and a half minute song. And it's wanting you know, I want more of it, but it's just, yeah. it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful song and it, and it sounds personal, but, uh, you know, it helped, uh, my wife and I through a lot of stuff back in the day, a lot of church hurt and a lot of just, just, you know, just a bunch of mess yeah. um, in our lives. And so that song is powerful. Do you, can you tell us about that song? Yeah, that would be an example of, um, a song coming about kind of in the 11th hour, um, another song that is essentially a prayer. Um, that whole season was for us personally, for Bart, um, and for the rest of us, we all had a bunch of personal things going on, whether it was loss, um, homesick was written kind of that in that same season. Um, and gotta keep singing was just essentially a, like I said, a prayer, a bit Mm -hmm. of a desperation, of you know, I have nothing else. I've, I've got to keep singing. Got to keep praising your name. 
Um, because at some point you feel like that's all you're left with. I mean, you mm-hmm. either you either start drowning in despair or you hold on to the only one who's going to save us. Um, yeah. So yeah, I got to keep singing. That's that's. We usually have one song on the record, if not a couple that are written in the last minute and are a product of the entire process of us working on a record, um, which means there's a process of what we're going through personally, because that's how we write. That's what ends up on the records and got to keep singing is a, is an outcome of that, what we were going through personally. But, uh, man, that's cool. That's great. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I just remember hearing it for the first time and I just like was weeping and, my wife and I listened to it and we were just crying. I was like, Oh my gosh, we gotta, we gotta play this. We gotta send this to, cause back in the day, I mean, Spotify wasn't a thing or whatever. So we had to, you know, go get the CD <laughs> and listen, you know, listen to the last track. And so we had a, a lot of people YouTube in that song and listening to it. And such a powerful song. Yeah. So I think, you know. I think we've, that song, I think we've only performed it live maybe twice. Yeah. You should more was, because I think yeah. it ministered to people. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell, I'll tell the guys you brought it up. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, what is what is next for for Mercy Me, and how can our listeners keep up with you guys? Yeah, um, keeping up with us. Uh, our website is mercyme.org.org. We still can't get mercyme.com because there's a hospital in Maine that owns that ah. domain. That's a long story. Anyway. Um, yeah, you can find us there, social media stuff. We're not extremely good at that, but you can find us on all those all those places. Um, finishing out this year, um, it, we're finishing out our tour. Bart's got some good rest, and he feels mm-hmm. good, so we're going to finish out this year. And then we're actually taking a break. Um, we A couple of years ago when the movie came out, um, other than not being able to tour for COVID, we haven't had a break in a while. So we're going to, yeah. we're going to take a good break where we're not, good. not on the road and not in the studio making music for a little bit. So we're, we're looking forward to some, some good family time. That's good. So uh, this next part um, is just kind to get to know you type thing. And it's called favorite things. I'm just going to give you a word and you just tell me your favorite thing. Okay. Uh, so for the first, uh, what is your favorite food? Does coffee count? Can I go with that? <laughs> yeah. What's your go-to? What's your go-to because, drink? Uh, you know what? Just uh, let's see. Like during the summer, I just just a cold brew coffee. Okay. And other than that, I actually like making cowboy coffee. Okay. Just, what's that? Just just get a a pot, old school coffee pot or a saucepan, some water in it, put ground up coarse ground coffee in there. You bring mm. it to a low a low boil for about five minutes. Let it sit, and then you're good to go. Wow, there's a place in town that has a nitro cold brew, and uh, uh, it's infused with honey. And at first, I was like, oh, I don't know about that, but it's actually really good. Coffee, it's, good. it's uh. like a good coffee flavor and a little bit of honey. It's nice. Okay, I'll have to give that a try. So. I've heard I've heard people doing the uh, putting an egg in their coffee. Really? Yeah, I, I think they're that. a little crazy though. <laughs> It's like putting pineapple on your pizza. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) What is uh, your favorite movie? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay, great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Do you have a show that you binge? I actually don't. I'm really, really, I'm 
you know, when we, I've, I've been doing this traveling on the road and playing music since I was 19. And so I've developed a habit of not watching television. So I'm the, I'm the guy that just, just I don't right. have any clue. I, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <so. laughs> uh, do you have a favorite artist of all time? I don't have a favorite. I, if there's one that's probably been the most influential overall to me, it's probably Paul McCartney. Okay. Um, for multiple reasons, that has more to do with you know my initial my initial uh, inspirations in music. Um, yeah. But yeah, Paul McCartney or my dad, and he yeah. he he appreciates when I put him and Paul McCartney in the same <laughs> category. So. so when you're not touring, what what are what is Nathan doing? What do you like to do? Uh, family time. Um, there's always something to do, uh, craft stuff, making things. I end up doing a lot of tree work cause I have, we okay. have tree trees where we live. And so I'm always cutting down a tree, splitting the firewood. Nice. Uh, do you have a go-to ice cream flavor? Let's, let's go with toast. Kilwins toasted mm-hmm. coconut. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, have a favorite podcast? yours of course yes there you go (laughs) is that the right answer (laughs) yeah some artists uh we have to ask them two or three times but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then do you have a go-to bible verse uh it changes from season to season for me um Mm -hmm. let me pick let me pick just one John, John chapter one, it's the verses essentially one through five, um, mm. but the imagery that creates in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Um, that's, I think, verse one and two. Um, but yeah, those, those five verses I have chewed on for years and years, mm. you know, and I was a little late to the game realizing that uh, when it talks about the word was with God and the word was God, it's, it's talking mm. about Christ. And I was, I, I should, that's something that, um, I think we should know. And it took me a long time to suddenly I had never put that together for some reason, but, uh, yeah, I still chew on that. I actually have a little, uh, a, uh, an old copy of that, that I think was from an old Bible, um, that somebody gave me years ago in my office. I love it. So, uh, to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has maybe been doing in your life recently. That would help build our listeners' faith. Mm. You know, the last couple of years have been a really good, a, a really good time to ask a lot of good questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of us are occasionally afraid to ask questions. Some of us feel like we can't ask questions. But um, you know, if God is really who He says He is then we absolutely have the freedom and should be asking questions because he wants us to come to him. Um, I have some dear friends that who have decided to let those questions mean more to them than their faith in Christ. And that's been a little disheartening for me. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're struggling with, you know, just down to basics, does God, does God exist? You know, take those kind of questions to God. It's mm-hmm. a funny, it's a funny conundrum to be in. You know, to to question someone's existence and then go to them at the same time. But you know, there's, I, I, I guess I would say, 
don't be afraid to be asking these questions. There are people who have wrestled with this, these same questions for thousands of years now. Right. And to, if, if you're frustrated by it and feel like you can't find answers on your own, then there's somebody around you that has some answers, somebody that can point you in the right direction. So find some people around you that are willing to engage, willing to listen to questions and, uh, not get scared by them yeah. because, uh, God's not afraid of us asking questions. So we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be afraid to come to him with them. That's good. Uh, well, Nate, uh, Nathan, thank you so much for taking the time and, uh, chatting with me today. And so mercyme.org, not.com because you'll be visiting no. a hospital. Yeah. Unless and, you want uh, to go to Maine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a few shows, uh, for, to wrap up this year. And so people can just, Get you guys on your website and socials. That's right. Thank you. Well, thanks again, Nathan, for sitting down. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in this week. We're looking forward to this next year with interviews of your favorite artists. If you would, please do us a favor. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and give us five stars. It certainly helps us out in the algorithm and helps us get in front of more people. Head over to christianmusicguys.com to keep up with us. Check out all of our latest episodes and see what's coming up. While on our website, you can check out our latest blogs. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.